You're listening to The Deranged Nation, a true crime podcast featuring New York Times bestselling paranormal romance author and your host, Teresa Gableman. Hey guys, we are back for episode three of Deranged Nation. Hey guys, what's up? Hi, welcome. But before we uh, get started on the next case with uh, Cody and Helena and Ron, um, we are going to go over some comments on YouTube and we appreciate all the comments that we've gotten so far. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we want to do a shout out and kind of answer some some things that were brought up. So on the first uh, episode of uh, the uh, murder of two Cheryl's, we have Cindy who says, and we appreciate this a lot, love this, keep them coming. We will. We will. Thanks, Cindy. And this one is this one's really cool. Uh, Marlene, who I know personally because she was my boss. Hey, Marlene. Amazing. Haven't What's broke up? any bones lately. <laughs> hey, Marlene. What's up? I think the last time you seen me, I was getting a cast cut off. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but she actually found some information on the Firefly Cafe. And uh, so we appreciate that. But she said it looks like it was located in Clifton on McMillan. And it mentions uh, or the Del- Delmar Bar was across the street. And that bar was located at 1 West McMillan. I'm not really familiar with that area at all. I am a little, yeah, a little bit. bit. Yeah. And then the name changed from um, Delmar to Corey's. And that bar was... Um, is there now and is the Mad Frog. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah, Mad we Frog. We know exactly yeah. where that is. We couldn't find anything about the Firefly Cafe, probably because it being the Mad Frog now, so appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then in the um, second episode, which was uh, West Memphis 3, we have Cindy again, who says, looking forward to the next one. Thank you, Cindy. Hey, thanks, Cindy. We're yeah. doing it right now. <laughs> And then we have Anna, and she says, would be better if a vi- with a video, but this is okay. Well, um, we appreciate that, Anna, and uh, we may have a video. Yeah, soon. I mean, we're, we're trying to do these podcasts weekly, so with the research time that we have to put in and everything to get, get the podcast together... Um, you know, we I don't know if we have time to really do a video, but we might have like everybody sitting around talking and video that. Um, we are going to plan on some doing some lives where people can comment in while we're doing a live. Interactive. Um, yeah, exactly. And um, a lot of the video and pictures and stuff like that are all copyright. So it's very um, – YouTube will give us a copyright strike and a couple of those in our whole channels down. So um, – the video that's available out there, um, you know, is most of the time copywritten. And we're here really to just discuss the cases right. and our opinions on the cases. So. Yeah, I mean, this is stuff we just normally sit around and talk about and watch anyway. And, you know, we just decided to start recording it. We always yeah. talk about the rain shit. Yeah, yeah the rain shit. <laughs> Whacked out motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, and then we have Mark, who... Yeah, thanks, Mark. This was an awesome comment on some information that uh, we were somewhat aware of, but definitely went farther into it. Right. Us. 
Right, and it, he he's talking about um, what with the uh, West Memphis Three case. It was a Hobbs family owned a um, meat packing business in West Memphis, and they were politically influential. So, you know, some people think that's why Hobbs wasn't ever questioned. Right. They didn't want to get the people who helped pay for the town and do fundraisers and everything else all fired up. And they also said the Hobbs family did not want Terry employed at the family business as they considered him to be too antisocial. I mean, that doesn't say you're a killer, but, um, you know, even his family kind of looked at him as, you know, I, I, that, you know, I still am leaning toward Hobbs. Yeah. But, and then we have Yobro. Yobro Manson. Yobro Manson. And he, uh, let's see here. So, first of all, what I want to say is make sure that everybody, you know, if, if you're going to comment and you're going to get like really in detail, make sure that you listen to the whole, the whole podcast. Um, you know, he says the police had gargantuan evidence and the prosecutor and i do remember this because i was like did he really say that the prosecutor at the begin um at the beginning of the documentary said on a scale that was asked on a scale from one to ten how strong is your case and the prosecutor said 11 and yobro said he should have said 20. um you know when i I respect so much your opinion, and that's great. But then Yobro goes to say, wow, are you kidding? Look up actual footage. Um, Holy fuck, you will be sick if you look up the case. Well, the footage that I've looked up, um, and this is my opinion, you know, I want to see what I, I would love to get a link from you. We all would love. Oh, to absolutely! Get, yeah. yeah, if you, you have got a link, one, get drop some it. actual footage. Yeah, yeah or some means, evidence. Us a link. Yeah, yes. We could we, not find uh, Jesse's actual interview whatsoever, other than what they've what they've played and played on the documentaries. And also, I'd like to say too, regarding your comment, is that it was found that there was no sexual assault done to. The three Any boys, and there was no, no sexual assault, no nothing, no signs of it after DNA evidence is you know came came forth. So. And there again, if you found different evidence, you know, just post a link oh, to we it. Want, oh, we want to we'll see it. We'll definitely, definitely be glad to to take a look at it and correct ourselves if we were wrong. But um, right, you know, there was four of us all doing research on it, so for a long know, time too. We we tried to find the best we could within a week. Um, so, you know, yeah, we don't claim to be experts. No, we're not opinions only. We're not experts, but you know, we just do this for fun and enjoyment mm-hmm. for people to listen to. So, you and, know. uh, I will question your questions. So, yeah, cause we, we definitely, um, I mean, these with cases, respect, yeah. you know, um, I don't need to drop a bunch of F words to get my point across. So. Um, also, when you say watch only Jesse's interrogation, um, you, I mean, what does that do? I mean, he had the IQ of 72 and was declared 
mentally retarded and he even said that all he wanted to do was get out of there and maybe get the reward money to get his dad a new truck and which the police, they mentioned to him and the police only yeah. recorded 45 minutes of it and they wanted yeah. him to know that if these people so, were turned in then he would get reward money for it yeah so all we ask is you know be respectful in your comments and and, and we we like uh questions and 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 you Concerns. know some 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 arguments and some debates is we we love that we'll, we'll debate with you all day you know just keep it respectful and and uh, we'll and we'll come facts. at you respectful, yeah. Show and bring facts. your facts. We got facts, you know. So bring your facts and if to the argument, and that's all I got to say about that. But it's appreciated regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I think I even, um, you know, it, it's just you know, when it comes to kids, especially. Yes. Um, it's difficult. It, it's very difficult. So. Like I said, this is our opinions. You have your opinion, which we respect, but you have to respect ours. If there is something else out there that we we pretty much laid out what we watched, uh-huh. you know, and where researched. we found our research. So if you've got different research material that we had, we would absolutely 100% love to see it. And Please. not only that, I mean... Um, I was actually one of the ones that kept saying, you know, I believed that they were being sexually assaulted and got caught by the other boys and and everybody's, you know, corrected me as well with the with that um facts. So Yeah, about how you know, the, I'm right there with you, no bro. DNA I don't for sexual you know, assault. There's, there's if there was a motive, you know, then Yeah. Absolutely. We're definitely here to to see the facts about it, you know. Absolutely, because yeah. this is one. This is one case that we just keep talking about. Yeah, because there is so many unanswered. I don't think it's as cut and dry as watching one um, interrogation. And, to be honest with you, I don't think it's that cut and dry. Also, no. we. I mean, we didn't side with HBO. We and we agree that the police fucked it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, big time. Butchered so, it. you know. That's that's right. our opinion on it, and um, that's where we stand. And, and honestly, we know, you know, HBO is a, is a yeah. entertainment. They want eyes. Right. They want people watching. Yeah. We, we get We know that. selectively We're, they picked footage that they selectively thought but was going to make it interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Docu- I mean, yeah. We also didn't just watch those three documentaries and right. say, oh, hey, let's just talk about these three. No, no we, we, did we, we did our research. own actual research and on, you know, other websites. On what was and out such. there on the great Google absolutely so yeah definitely um post a link if you got some information for us man we because really we're definitely going to revisit this at some point if more evidence comes out yeah, yeah it's still it's still going because so. there are people that you know uh, i think you i know who i feel that did it you feel somebody you guys feel oh yeah well i'm just gonna my last say about this is is if the police had gargantuan evidence and all of that damien wouldn't be breathing right now he'd have been dead what 15 yeah. years ago yeah 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 if they had gargantuan evidence he wouldn't be alive right and what now. was the gargantuous evidence that you see that they have as well yeah i definitely want to know what you think is gargantuous yeah. about the evidence that they presented but, you know there again thanks for the comment absolutely. You know, absolutely and um we appreciate everybody's input and uh that's like I said, that's just our opinions yep. uh, of the case, and we're not covering cases that are solved. Right, we're right. covering cases that are kind of mysterious, ongoing, so. and like yep. the one we're covering today. So, yeah. yeah. 
And on to the next. Yes. yes, the Spreckle Mansion Mystery, the mysterious death of Rebecca Zahow. And there is also another mysterious death inside of this that you guys will learn as we go through some of the facts on this one. Alright, so on the day of July 13, 2011, a call came from the Spreckle Mansion in Coronado, California on Ocean Boulevard uh, from Adam Shackney regarding a woman hanging from the balcony in the inner mansion. Um, Rebecca Zaha, Z- I'm sorry, I'm butchering her name. How do you say it? Zahow. Cody? Zahow. Rebecca Zahow. If I say Zaho again, just uh, disregard it. Um, she was 32 years old. She was found hanging uh, in her boyfriend's house. The, she was dating uh, Jonah Shackney. Jonah Shackney, yeah. She was found hanging with a uh, thick rope um, tied to her feet. She had a gag in her mouth. She had a noose around her neck. Her hands were tied behind her back with a clove knot. Um, Adam called in to the police department saying, I got a girl hanging here. Uh, how exactly did the phone call go? Um, he said she was still hanging there and, you know, he, he kept saying she just, she just hung herself, man. And, uh, we'll get into this later. The 911 call was a little odd and, uh, there's some other stuff we're going to talk about, but, um, first and foremost, uh, it, it, it started out right off the bat as, as a suicide, but the more we, we go into this here, you're going to, you're going to find out that it wasn't because supposedly she had jumped from the second story. Tied tied a rope to the bed, tied the rope behind, tied a clove hitch, which was a really uh, hard knot to tie, behind her behind her back, and tied both of her feet together, and then somehow gagged herself and threw herself over the bal- <clears throat> over the second floor bedroom balcony to hang herself. Yeah, and then there was a note written in black paint on the door, and I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what it says, but you'll. You're not going to understand it until a second. Um, it said, she can save, she could save him. Can you save her? Or she, sorry. <clears throat> she I got it here. saved him. Can you save her? That's right. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what that's the what note said saying. on the door. So just kind of paint the crime scene of, you know, what, what you guys would see right when the cops got there. Um, supposedly on the 911 phone call, Adam Shack and I said that. He was cutting her down and then pulled the gag out, the t-shirt out of her mouth to give her um, mouth to mouth. And he also supposedly loosened the ropes on her wrists to try to check for a pulse. Um, And they said that uh, supposedly her feet were probably dangling roughly two feet from the ground. If, you know, but no one's seen that and they also the police department left her body out there for like six to eight hours in the california sun and even i mean news helicopters were flying over neighbors taking pictures Na- neighbors that could see her body out the window for she hours was completely naked yes yeah. completely, completely naked. naked so it's if you guys can tell it's already starting to not look like a suicide here rebecca I mean, also was uh, a believer in the christian faith and in the Christian faith, most people believe very highly, or I mean negatively, of suicide. Like, it's the last thing that you would do in that faith, <clears throat> which I thought was interesting. 
Her sister claimed that she was always a very positive person. No matter what things came her way, she figured it out. Um, and if she did need support, she would call her sister to discuss something rather than doing something like this. Yeah. So, so where we're at now, we got one woman. She was found hanging naked, hands and feet tied, gagged, and the rope was tied to the bed frame. Um, and a supposed, what they said was a suicide note, which I don't know why she would be talking in third person. Right. For a suicide note. So, <clears throat> um, now to talk about some, uh, some, some other before you actually get into like other people uh i want to talk about the bedroom uh there was a knife also found in the bedroom um it had rebecca's fingerprints on the blade of it and no fingerprints on the handle of it uh the paintbrush there was fingerprints on that as well right just one they found no they found one thumbprint on on top of the blade uh, paint no on top on top top of the oh yeah yeah which was un, uh, it it wasn't in the system, right? No, they it, couldn't find. They, they couldn't. couldn't they couldn't it match it to anyone, right? right. So that's kind of odd. But yeah, none of none of the stuff on and the knife that was said to cut the ropes and this and that, none of it had her fingerprints on it. No or, fingerprints or DNA on it. or no. DNA. Yeah, none of it. None yeah. of the evidence. Whites clean. And there was also some other stuff uh, that the cops did that the, the, the cops didn't even pay attention to. Like uh, there's a glass of clear liquid in another room um, that they didn't check for DNA. There was supposedly a pair of panties in a, a trash can somewhere in the other room, and a drop of blood in one of the master bathrooms. But since the incident didn't take anywhere near these three items, they didn't they didn't test them and it just kind of got thrown out well that is ridiculous another case of corrupt bullshit from the police right so the town the town is known that the only crime is a stolen bicycle so this is frantic for these people like they don't really know what what to do i mean they never had to deal with anything in their department with anything like this before well in the police department they don't want to have those kind of crimes in their town oh absolutely not it was a pretty wealthy town and especially wanted, unsolved you know so yeah. I th- they pretty much cut and dry i think as soon as they seen it seen what was going on so, yep this is a suicide i mean th- th- this was kind of a gruesome looking scene i mean a very beautiful mansion i mean she's just dangling in the courtyard naked <laughs> the Sprackle yeah. Mansion you know was I mean? historic too. And, and, I believe it was yeah, kind it of was. like a landmark for people. People. Yeah, it was 1908. It was built in 1908. Yeah. And, um, I think he bought it for like 17 million dollars. Yeah. yeah. So Jonah Shack. The Coronada area is, is pretty pretty ritzy yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's and I <clears throat> I have my own opinion. We all kind of have a few different views on <laughs> this one because there's there's this is just another one that that there's very little information and and it. But there's maybe a possible motive, but then it could go a few different ways. So here comes the the first twist of the story. So two days um, prior prior to them finding Rebecca, Max Shacknai, which was Jonah Shacknai's Rebecca's boyfriend at the time, and owner of the Spreckle Mansion, um, was. His son. Uh, his, his son from his second marriage and ex-wife. Her name was uh, Dina Shacknight. Dina Shacknight. And w- w- I think her main name was Romano. Yeah, I think, it was. I think yeah. so. Romano. Um, so Max supposedly 
had fell down the steps or fell from the second second story banister banister and um i guess tried to cling on to the chandelier um and fell two stories basically and um was put into a medical induced coma he wasn't pronounced dead yet uh he had broken bones in his facial structure i do know that spinal and spinal Um, injuries. Brain injuries. So one one of the last things the boys said to, and the only two people, Rebecca was the only adult in the house. So this is where it gets a little twisty. Rebecca was the only adult in the house when it happened, and her thirteen year old sister. Rebecca was on the first floor when she heard a loud crash and the dog barking, supposedly. Um, the last thing Max said before, the la- basically the last word he ever said was um, "ocean," which is their dog. Nobody really knows what what that means or anything, and um, there well, was they, some I reports. That, yeah, they speculated. They that the speculated that the dog might have knocked him over, or, or, he or fell or, over the dog. What kind of dog yeah. was it? Does anybody know? I know that's not, a good question. It didn't I, say. I know I couldn't find. I couldn't it. Find if anyone knows what kind of dog or can find what kind of dog that uh, there's a you know so how. so maybe it could have been Jesus. an accident. Um, or it could have been foul play. Or well, you know, they also said something about a scooter. Yeah. Right, and keep in mind, Max is only a six-year-old boy, so he's yeah. really small. So maybe it's Originally, possible if it was a decent-sized dog and he's on a scooter. Yeah, but but, but that's also a high banister they had too. The family had um, experts look into, um, look into. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart right here. They had him look into uh, the scooter theory. Okay, so on the floor that the scooter and the soccer balls were found that he supposedly had fell from was a thick shag carpet and i mean i've rode scooters and i mean i've tried riding scooters on carpet when i was a kid and it don't work (laughs) you don't don't go very fast i mean the thing is if you do it if you're taking off from a hardwood floor let's say he was and he was coming into the carpet really fast i mean that'll but the carpet wouldn't have started. No, not yeah, all the way over yeah. a banister so, that high, being no. six years um, old, and probably shorter. The thirteen-year-old sister was Zena. Uh, Zena, Rebecca's sister, was there at the time, and she was actually in the shower, um, and came running out. So, um, I don't know. So that that that's a big twist right there. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about is. The next suspect would be Adam, the guy who made the 911 phone call and found Rebecca. Adam Shackney is uh, Jonah's brother, and he actually came into town because of the fall that Max had and him being in the hospital. Uh, Now, Rebecca actually picked him up from the airport. So I find it kind of interesting that whenever he called 911, he said, I got a girl here as if he did not know her whatsoever. That was interesting to me. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, he, he's definitely an oddball. He, yeah. He, he's definitely uh, an odd character. And um, the knot that was tied, that she tied, supposedly tied herself behind her own back was a, a clove hitch knot. Or was it a double, it was a clove, double hitch. clove hitch knot? Yes. And... Guess what Adam Shackney is? A tugboat captain. Who would know all of those knots? Yeah, it's not an easy knot to tie. Well, yeah, And they had expert opinions, too. And Rebecca has no knowledge of any kind of knot That we know of. That we know of, but... 
uh, not whatsoever. You know, and she was a what was she? She was an eye doctor technician. She wouldn't know anything about that. Now Jonah did say that she was on boats with him sometimes because, as I recall, he owned a boat and they would go out sailing and stuff. Well, I'm just gonna say when we listen to the expert, that's an expert with rope. Yeah, and this rope is not like a clothesline rope. This no. rope had metal. Uh, fibers in it would yeah it was, it was like a repelling rope yeah it was a- yeah and you know he even said i can tie that knot the expert did mm-hmm. he said but for me to tie my hands behind my back with that knot is impossible he said i couldn't do it yeah he said so she if she there's no way she could have done that right right and the police that they did a simulation of the knot that showing that somebody could tie the knot, but they didn't tie the same knot. No, it was right. completely different. Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason they really speculated too on, on the fact that uh, she tied it herself is because they said that her hand was still clinching the, the rope, rope. Yeah. Which I mean, it, I mean, if you're tied up, you're going to be tugging and pulling on the rope. If you're tied up against your will, anyway. Oh, of course. You know what I mean. Also, here's another kicker. Guess what Adam was looking at. Uh, that night. Oh, and by the way, she brought him from the airport. I believe they had dinner with Jonah. Mm-hmm. And then Adam, instead of being there for his brother during this and hard time hospital, and going to the hospital, hadn't even been to the hospital yet, goes straight back to the house with him and Rebecca alone. And he was at the guest house. And he house. stayed in the guest house. Yeah. Now, they went through his cell phone and found evidence of him looking at anime porn. Which, in most cases, is stuff including binding at the wrists and waist, and mm-hmm. they always include those ex- like those extreme knots, like the ones they showed in the police video, which is kind of actually easy to find if you guys look it up, uh, on how they actually demonstrated the tie that was they assumed was behind her back. And Rebecca was an Asian girl, too. She was... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she I don't was, think we mentioned that. But which yeah, is mostly she, yeah. anime. Bur- Burmese immigrant? Is that what she was? Yeah. 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 And, she was from Burma. And, you know, so... Um, and yeah, another, and, then, and then another second autopsy done that uh, her family paid for. Um, because this was ultimately ruled a suicide. And, and it is still to this day. Um, ruled a suicide. It is the case has not been reopened. Nobody will touch it. Keeps getting denied like crazy. And um, the thing that kills me though is yeah. they investigated it from January to September, like the very beginning of September. And they had discussed things with certain neighbors that were around, and one of the neighbors had said that they heard Rebecca screaming for help that day. How are you going to rule something as well, a suicide? Did they say Rebecca, or did they just well, say a woman? A woman. Yeah, but they said it was scream. the Spreckle Mansion that they heard it from. They, I think it was the neighbor directly next door that they discussed it with, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I think they... I think- the reason the police said they disregarded that is because the woman also said she had claimed to hear the dog barking, but at right. that time, their dog Ocean, they had put him in a, a ken- uh, overnight kennel since nobody was really home. Right, so he wasn't even there. So he so. wasn't even there, so that's why the police said, oh, she couldn't be, she heard a dog. Credible. Too, so that's not it. Um, yeah, so there's definitely a so couple two, more. So you gotta think, two days before her boyfriend's son under her care correct has fallen from the second story balcony Mm -hmm. and is now in the hospital so two days later that that happened with max 
she goes over a balcony. Right. How ironic. Yeah. And is now which now was she dead on when they yes when, she wasn't alive yeah they, so they had said she, rigor mortis had already set, set in it. when he was trying to give mouth to mouth okay so she the other thing been, about the night and i know we're jumpy a little bit here but this it, it's kind it's of the a way jumpy, we talk regardless though. it's yeah, just so. a jumpy case anyway because during the 911 call you hear him say are you alive yeah. Like, he's, are you joking, dude? Yeah, he, yeah. He's yeah, he's yelling at Rebecca while he's on the phone. Like, are you alive? Another thing I I'm forgot like, to mention: odd. they found they did they had pictures, anyways, of the crime scene, and there was a pair of black gloves on the table, and I don't even think they dusted them. No, they actually black found garden nothing glove, in gardening those. gloves, yeah, they gardening did. gloves, and on, okay. inside on a coffee table, which and is strange. The knife that Adam Shacknight said that he used to cut her down. Didn't even have his fingerprints on it. Mm-mm. No DNA. No whatsoever. DNA. So period. And the only fingerprints they found of Rebecca's was on the blade of a knife. Like he took her limp hand and pressed, like someone pressed her fingers on the knife. And if I recall, the the rope that was used it had metal fibers in it. it so if like you're a going paracord. right, so yeah, if you're like going paracord. to cut through something, they could probably like, tug a boat out of water. Um, it's not going to take you two minutes to do, and it, it didn't take him long because he got right back on the phone after he said yeah. he cut her down. And I mean, it, with the using, kitchen knife. Yeah, too. he's using like a serrated kitchen knife. Come on, it wasn't even serrated. No, it wasn't. It was know. literally like a onion chopping knife. Yeah. Well, and, and the the other sorry, the other thing was the table that he climbed up on only had, had three legs. legs. Had yeah, three legs. How'd you get up on yeah. that and stand on it had that long leg. to cut through a yeah. metal fiber rope? And also the bed frame upstairs that she had supposedly tied the rope to when she jumped over the balcony with her hands and What'd feet tied. What'd they say she weighed again? Um, it was like 118 or 20, yeah, between she, 115 and 20 or yeah. 30 pounds. And the bed frame only moved seven inches. And she fell, I mean, at least 10 feet before mm-hmm. yeah. before the slack on the rope would have snapped and right. been tight. I mean, she fell at least eight or nine feet before it would have been tight. So... You know, seven feet's not a coming long from way. a construction and, and crane background. I mean, the force of that, it's going to move that 100 pounds is going to move that bed frame, empty bed because it wasn't a very big frame. It was kind of no, like one of them like skinny metal, metal, elegant looking bed frames. Yeah, and they know? actually did tests on it. It wasn't like the police. Yeah. Uh, there was some YouTubers or something that did it, right? Mm, because I think it was, just it was a, on the news. It a was just third party yeah. investigators. So yeah, a lot they, of people. They couldn't were do it in the this. actual mansion. They no. had to do it in another place because yeah. they wouldn't let them back in the mansion. They actually used mm-hmm. a bed frame and put weights on it to make it the exact same weight as the bed even that was heavier. in the Spreckle Mansion, if even not heavier. heavier. They tried a few different scenarios. They were way. trying to get it to move exactly seven inches, and and it kept moving. And way almost, beyond that. A lot of this stuff looks very staged. Um, another thing they did was a handwriting analysis, and the handwriting on the door. Actually, you want to go into you know a little bit more. That's about. up to you. I can. Yeah, uh, go ahead. The handwriting that was on the door. It what? What did it say again? The handwriting you said couldn't say, you couldn't No, the handwriting. Sorry, the the su the apparent suicide message that was painted on the bedroom door said, um, "She saved him. Can you save her?" And it was used with that. It was kind of like a cheap paintbrush and I think acrylic paint or something like that. But in handwriting analysis, uh, basically they 
take the handwriting from the case or whatever was written on the wall. He had pictures of that. And then he compared it to both Rebecca's handwriting and Adam's handwriting. And he had a lot more of Rebecca's handwriting than he did Adam's. I think he only had a couple of signatures, actually, to base it off of. So they said it really couldn't be uh, used in, in any form of evidence because it was too low percentage of accuracy. But... Well, it- yeah, let's just say it definitely was not Rebecca's handwriting. No, absolutely her, not. Her he A's had a slant. and M's slant in a different direction. She than wrote these two. Uh, with a right slant. Um, like she, like if she, I don't know if she was left or right-handed, but um, I know I'm left-handed and I write with a slant opposite direction of what she did. Um, but he wrote with the exact opposite of her. Like his were slanted in the ex- like complete opposite direction. It looked exactly like his. Regardless, they only had a couple of letters to use because of the words that were written. They only had, you know, A's and E's and stuff like that. The M was dead on. Oh, yeah. The M was dead on to to Adams. I agree. And considering all of the handwriting they did have of Rebecca, you'd think they'd be able to pull something from it that was hers, regardless if she was frantic or not. It kind of looked like somebody had her hand on the paintbrush and he held her hand while he wrote it or something, or whomever it was, in my opinion. But there was no prints on the brush. No. 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 But they did find um, black paint on her hand uh, in areas of the rope. Which but was, that don't really prove anything, because if yeah, he had it on his, his hand, hands. he's going to transfer it. It was really sloppy. Like, you know, he was in a rush a little bit. Oh, almost, yeah. You know? It, yeah. It wasn't. It and wasn't, I think there was actually two knives in the bedroom. There was two found, knives in the bedroom. And one, bedroom. On, and the, one on the floor, on the ground, yeah. where, uh, yeah. where she was found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before. Yeah, so it really looked staged to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, in the other thing is that on the balcony there was dirt that they were questioning but there was also footprints there was a boot which was from one of the officers that of course she's trampled through the crime scene who cares whatever corruption and then there was heel prints right yeah it was heel Heels and one toe, like it was like she was standing almost it, like a ballerina. It was almost like you know they they lifted her up and sat her right in the doorway and like repositioned themselves and then lifted her again to the edge and set her, her on, set her right on the balcony railing because there was two heel impressions by the entrance to the house and then like one toe impression by the balcony railing. So it was almost like you know he set the bus. Like set it, it down once, and then he kind of heaved it up like he would something Probably heavy. Probably throw the rope over first right. is what I thought. Yeah. I thought throw the rope over. He's got her <laughs> leaning against him, the body. Right. That's why he only got her heel prints. Right. Yeah. And then when he got her to the edge, that's why he only got her toe prints. Yep. That and, was my theory. It's not like her neck thing, or anything was broken either, right? Um, no. no. And that's the thing much. that gets me. How is your neck not broken being jumping off? Well, the thing is, if you're throwing yourself off and your hands are bound, your feet are bound, you got a noose around your neck and a gag in your mouth, you're going to throw yourself over pretty violently if you have to yeah. in order to get over it by yourself. So that would snap your neck if you're jumping with that force. At 10 feet? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. So that yeah. also gets me. That kind of tells me she that she wasn't thrown over. So, that it was staged. So let's talk talk about uh, Max. Why why was the reason that they think she committed suicide? Because oh, I don't yes. think we covered that. No, we haven't. So what about Max and what happened with him? Um, there was an interview uh, 
with Dina Shackney, which was Jonah's ex-wife and uh, Max's mother. Uh, she was very distraught, obviously, but she said that while they were at the hospital uh, sitting with Max, her and Jonah, that uh, he got a call, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. regarding Rebecca's death. And he said he had to leave. And uh, the one thing that he said to Dina was, um, what was it? It was uh, well, Asian, Asian honor. Because he said she committed suicide to Dina before he left. And Dina asked why. Like, oh my god, why? Yeah. And he said Asian honor. And, um... Which doesn't really make sense because of her being a... Being a Christian. Um, and, I mean, there was people that knew her very well. Right. And said, this is not who she was. She... She would never do something like that. Yeah. And that's and the people the time, who know her, not not Adam, who barely knows her and didn't even say her name whenever he called the police. And at the time, Max wasn't dead yet. No, so. he was in yeah, critical no. condition. He had spinal injuries and brain damage, right? Yeah, he was in a medical-induced coma. So, Max wasn't dead yet. So No, he died five days after he fell, actually. Uh, oxygen deprivation and brain damage was the cause of death. I think he, he had a heart attack. I believe it was the night or the next day that he passed after she committed suicide. Yeah. So she had committed suicide, and I'm doing air quotes for those who can't see me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and then Max... So I, I don't... I honestly, because of all the evidence and everything like that, and the more you hear about Adam, you know, I, I just... I don't believe she committed suicide. I mean, they did a lie detector test, too. I almost forgot about that. There was a lie detector test that was done uh, on Adam, and it was right after everything happened. Like, they took him straight to I the station. Yeah, yeah, it was that day. So, they kind of disregarded everything because they asked him questions like, did you kill her? And, you know, questions like that. Were you there? Did you see what happened? And he tested, or the, the first guy who uh, did it, what, what are they called? The lie detector guys. Lie detector guys. I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the lie detector guy, uh, the one the who actually initiated. Po- like polygraph technicians. Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah. A polygraph hey, that, that technician. Than yeah. The, polygraph um, the one who actually the did. One. <laughs> the one who did the polygraph test. Uh, he was kind of nice to him because he kept saying he was really nervous after everything that he went through. And I think he kind of dismissed the results because well, of that. Yeah. yeah, and he had this big, poofy winter like the big blue old navy jackets that are like yeah. poofed out like looks like you could pull a string and and in any jacket. polygraph test you're supposed to take all things off your arms so they can test your blood pressure correctly yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was kind of weird how yeah. they just put it over top of yeah. his big, big like they didn't jacket. care. Yeah. And it's yeah. like they didn't care. Yeah. Well, he told him he said, "Well, you did okay, but not as good as you should have." Right. And but they actually had a guy they actually got the original polygraph. How they pulled that off, I don't know. Right. Um, but they actually got it, and they had another expert look at it, and he's like, he failed this badly. How yeah. did they yeah. miss it? Yeah. Corruption. But you Shall know, I continue? I look at polygraph, and they're not admissible in court. I don't... I. I think a lot of people and kind of it's kind of good because even my brother who's a police officer said oh yeah 
Right. He said, there's people that are guilty as hell that pass them. And yes. then there's people. Some it's all about how calm you can be whenever you're taking them. I think them, I would personally be really nervous. I'd probably fail it if I'm telling the truth. What's your name? I don't know. Because in your mind, you're thinking, I'm failing this thing. I'm shaking like a leaf. I'm I'm nervous as hell. I didn't do it. I get nervous. I think that's the reason why a lot of times it's not admissible as solid evidence, but sometimes yeah yeah, i mean that's that's one of the things but that what i didn't like was the cover-up of (laughs) the cover-up of the guy that gave it saying oh well you know you didn't do great right didn't do bad right when the other expert looked at him he's like dude this dude just totally zonked this thing oh you know it's like yeah and i gotta bring up this point too um one of the one of the uh, shows that we watched was on A and E with Marsha Clark, and if you all remember who Marsha Clark was, you know if the gloves don't fit, you must acquit. Right? Could you imagine what was going through her mind when she seen the glove? I know she was probably like, "Holy fuck, not another glove situation here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know the the polygraph thing. It's but, difficult, but. You know, one thing that Marsha Clark did say, she's like, it's not really the polygraph I like to watch. It's the reactions alone. It's after, because once they get that off, they feel at ease, and then the the polygraph guy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That one guy. That that guy. You know, they, he said good, she said good ones will start talking to him. He said she said, we've gotten confessions that way. Right. Because they're not thinking. They're, oh, okay, that's done. Right. I'm in the clear. I did okay. Yeah, right. they and make he, mistakes when he did start. Yeah. He did start asking on. questions after the fact, too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I he can't remember talk. what he asked, Yeah, they though. do. Like they said, a good one. I've seen other things on this. And they say a good polygraph guy will, number one, keep recording it right. afterwards. And talk to them and try to get them to open up and a lot of times they'll make mistakes doing that. Right, because yeah. they're more calm without so that thing So they get more up. evidence when the polygraph's off yeah. than when the polygraph's on. And I've yeah. seen that in a few other things that I've watched where they've talked about polygraphs. Do you guys remember what he was asking him? Really, Pretty they simple, dry and questions. They were, yeah, and they weren't even yes good, and no they weren't answers. Even good like, questions. how well do you know Rebecca and stuff like that? Wasn't that one of them? I mean, I, I don't think he actually came out, and I don't. Well, he did two of them. So the first one, he, I guess, he kind of noticed something, and he then he, he started asking anything, more about sexually attraction and oh, do you think was. she was attractive? Yes, and, that's and he kind of got kind like of foggy on that. And he like, did say, "Oh yeah, she's she's a good looking woman." When the polygraph was off. Yeah. No, that was the second time. He did too. He stopped, gave him a break, and then he started the polygraph again. And that's when he asked him more direct questions, which weren't really, really direct. Yeah. Um, He just asked him, did you do it or do you have any knowledge of it? Kind of nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and with the handwriting thing too, I mean, you know, even though one letter looked like the other, that – that doesn't mean anything either. I don't think that they could really go to court and say that's the man because of the M or anything like that. But right, yeah, you know, the like the nine one one call, you know, that put up red. Well, flag and they had an expert over. also that 
reviewed the 911 call. Yep. And he said, I had seen a red flag right off the bat where he's like, I got this girl. Right. Well, first of all, you just, she just picked you up at the airport. You, you know her name. just was. went out to yeah. dinner with her. And that's just a girl. And you and said it kind of calm almost. Like, I got a girl here. Uh, she's hanging. Yeah. Like, more or okay. less like he was a neighbor somewhere. Walked yeah. Walked in and found her hanging and didn't know who she and was. And the other thing is, he says, I just woke up. Like, he, yeah. he kept, already he kept saying, I don't know, man. I just woke up and she hung herself. He said she hung herself like. As if he was watching it. Yeah. yeah he was kind of covering himself. He was Before already, questions were asked. Yeah. Like, yeah, most people even. were going to be like, oh, my God, I've got a loved one here. Like. D- dead or help definitely me here calling them by yeah. name, most people you know. are uh, distraught he, immediately like help me help me i need help same thing when he asked yeah. her, you know is she still alive he just said are you alive instead of like you know normally you would say cody cody are you all right are you alive are you breathing yeah. dressing them by you know, name trying not to get talking them. to yeah, them like exactly. they're not there really yeah. trying to get them to respond knowing that she's yeah. dead almost yeah. yeah yeah sketchy so i don't know there's there's this is another one that has like a lot of different avenues and because i'm gonna throw one at you guys that i would it, um there's just a lot out there and there's a lot to read through when i uh, looking into what i was kind of looking into on the side of things and because you, of the note if you guys find other evidence you know you know yeah, please yeah, post please. a link to yeah, it but please. don't just you know when you get on there <laughs> and say we don't know all of our facts yeah. yeah. Well, we show put us a lot where of the time facts. Into this show so us we the can facts. Look. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we will revisit. Yeah. We will revisit. And discuss so, it again. So Jonah was a very, very rich man. He was involved in, um, you know, pharmaceutical companies. He founded a pharmaceutical company, and um, he's been a chief executive on quite a few of them. He was, uh, he was the chief aide for the U.S. House of Representatives in the seventies and eighties. Um, so. One of the, actually quite a few of them, and like I said, there's a lot to read into this. If you guys, you know, if you look up a, a lawsuit or, or anything like that, um, there's a lot of reading and a lot of big terms, you know, to get through to try and find out what really it was about and what happened. Um, but a lot of the pharmaceutical companies that he had his hands in, um, they did a lot of people wrong. I mean, there's 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 definitely a, like key pharmaceuticals is one of the companies and they went through some big lawsuits dealing with uh, asthma medications and a lot of the people that were trying to sue them lost so um, there was also a report that someone believed that uh, one of the investigators believed that Max died was uh, being suffocated before he fell it was the doctor that was um, taking care of him during so, his uh, when he came in the same doctor that was taking care of him was the one who said it seemed like he had been smothered almost right before before he died right um so a part of me wants to know you know if if maybe in you know the big pharmaceuticals and all that you know I know there's a lot of big big high up people and multinational and global stuff and here we go you know. it was a trauma doctor i'm here sorry i wanted to correct myself it's well the trauma doctor that was taking care of him and it was suffocated before the fall that he that he well, was assuming well here's my point on it because i'm i'm keep thinking about the note the note on the wall it just doesn't make sense why why would adam write that on there it almost you know what i mean it almost it. sounds like someone was going after jonah because it said she saved him can you save her 
who's the you so right. maybe someone maybe maybe max was somebody was actually trying to go after max for real like a, a assassin or a contract i mean contract killers and stuff for or real. existent yeah you know i they mean do, maybe they are real maybe um somebody was trying to go after him that way and um and it didn't work and they found out that he made it and went after rebecca now i don't know i mean i'm just i'm just throwing up all avenues of of possibilities yeah of possibilities but i mean it just strikes me as something to maybe look into because nobody's touching on on him and i'm not saying jonah had anything to do with it but he but may it, be the one that knows the most about it i actually said that after we got done and after i started doing some you know a little bit of research i'm like Jonah's not mentioned a lot. No, it's, it's almost like they and you try can't to keep find, him out you guys, of it. You guys can't find a lot about him on the internet. That's why I'm saying if it, this is something I kind of would like to look into, but I can't find enough information to really fall upon it. The only thing I could actually find on Jonah regarding interview was a 2020 interview in 2018 uh, discussing, finally, let me find it really quick. It discusses the death of Rebecca and his son, and all they really talk about is how he called Rebecca at the ho- like from the hospital, leaving her a voicemail. Do you guys remember that? He left her a voicemail um, saying that he wasn't doing well, right? He was in extreme critical condition, and they said that she listened to it before she killed herself. But nobody could find it. Gone. It was deleted. It disappeared. It was, it was deleted. deleted off of her phone. But he didn't come out and say anything about it until 2018, and I found that interesting. Like after all the hype and stuff. Now another thing that I don't think anybody's kind of thrown out there is that she was still married to this other guy. Nah, let's see what he name? he was Alepa? in there. He had an alibi. Alipa. He had an alibi though. Well, she was still married to him. Yeah. Even though they were together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, every you know anybody can have an alibi. But they did check yeah. him out, and um, he had an alibi from what was yeah, said. Yeah, he was supposedly in Arizona at the time. And, I mean, and Jonah's on – Jonah was found on video, and, I mean, he has alibis for everything, too. But, you know, I just – I don't know. I just I feel like this is something to look into. I mean, he like you said he he hasn't said much. He's already remarried with another set of kids. You know what I mean? Right. So, yep. well, one thing I'm positive of, I don't believe she committed suicide. Yeah, oh no, because, I don't think so either. Yeah. First of all, why if you're going to commit suicide, why in the hell are you going to bound your feet? No, that makes and be naked. And hop over there. I, I be naked. You're going to humiliate yeah. yourself in Christian faith. And that well, that's what I kind of said too. Was like I didn't feel like uh, most women that commit suicide for one don't hang themselves. No, right. You know, if you from the experts, they've said that most women don't hang themselves, and most women. Um, don't want to be found it's naked. It's a personal th- a lot, yeah. I, I would think. Anyway, yeah. I'm not no. a woman, but Oh, I'm I telling you right most now. Most women that's not- would think that, oh my God, they're going to find me naked. Right. And I mean, they don't want to be found like that. No. But. You know, and then the other thing is, you know, of course, unfortunately, Max lost, loses his life. Yeah. Um, cardiac arrest? Yeah. Is that what it was from? Yeah, well, they pretty much- Lack of oxygen. They took him off life support. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then, so her family is just adamant that this was not suicide. And they actually had her body exhumed. Yeah. And they had another, they hired another person to do the autopsy. Mm-hmm. And 
Oh, what is the, uh, well, first of all, they found four bruising, different areas of bruising on the top of her head. Um, little bruises. Little, little bruises, but still, that was something that was never brought up in the first autopsy. Right. right. That I saw. And then, um, the guy said that the way she had damage low right on her neck yeah and then what is that that was fractured it's the the uh, the same bone that that epstein this right here yeah no oh, hold on Look guys we're up. working it up but anyway <laughs> he's looking it up but um that is that is not fractured right. with especially if you're strangling yourself it's going to be right up under your exactly. neck exactly and that's going to snap your neck dude 10 feet come on well the bone that's that that they found damaged was the one that they said that um was definitely from like a strangulation, strangulation. like you know Force. somebody's forced strangulation like almost like they were on dude, top of her and squeezing her throat or pushing down what, on the bone? it yeah um like I said, it, I mean, not to bring any conspiracy into this or anything, but it's pretty much the same bone that they said Epstein had broke. Her head broke when they right. found She's looking up the autopsy. bone that was broken. Yeah, because it's um, driving me nuts. Did All you right. find that? Yeah, so I found the, the bone. It's a hyroid. Or hyroid. Hyroid <laughs> bone. <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> oh, I can't. The hyroid bone. No, 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 no R. <laughs> H-Y-O-I-D. Hyoid. Hyoid. Marlene, correct us on I this know, one, Marlene. will you, Marlene? Marlene. <laughs> Marlene. Marlene was a professional with the medical transcriptions. Yes. So. She taught me everything. Well, I shouldn't say that because I can't even <laughs> pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Lord. <laughs> Where exactly was that located on the neck? It's like though? a U-shape. It's... It, it, kind of by the it, Adam's apple area? Or it's lower. Lower? It's well, like, obviously, a woman doesn't But the cartilage in her neck was damaged, too, pretty mm-hmm. much like... They said you know. it, it, it. He probably tugged. I mean, whoever did it. Sorry, he probably tugged on it though. Come on. Well, and they didn't say much about like rope burn or anything like that. Right, you know, and that had metal fiber in it. Foot so drop or whatever it was, you would get some rope. Burn. I don't think she was ever hanging. I think she no. was carried down. I think it was cut up in the bedroom, and I don't think he ever. It would have took her. him way too long to cut it to get back on the phone but with I that mean, operator. And, and I mean, dude, the heel prints and stuff. I mean. Well, she, she could have walked dirt out on her feet. Yeah, she could have walked out on the on the damn thing at any point. And, yeah, you know what I mean. So did Barefoot. It, did we? Did it say or did we say anything about was she sexually assaulted? She was. They did find out in that later autopsy that the family had done. I mean, this wasn't too long ago. Really? I don't think that uh, she was sexually assaulted. They Which, did find some small signs of sexual assault. It's ironic because but, Adam's upstairs watching anime porn with binding and everything else because that's what included with Asian people because <coughs> that's what anime is. And then she's found hanging with bindings. Naked. Yeah. The only thing that just really puts me off from him is the note. I know. The note on the door is is personal and it's directed to Jonah. Because, I mean... It's like somebody has a score to settle with him. I mean, that's the only thing that's just making me... All the other evidence stacks up against Adam. And if it wasn't for that note on the door, I would be 100% for Adam. Well, the note doesn't make sense That's the only thing that is pushing me... Like, why would Adam write that that way? To, to, make to deter him, somebody else, maybe I don't. 
I don't know, know, man. It's just the way it's, it's worded. Yeah. It's the way it's worded. The only person who understands what happened is Jonah. Yeah. He's the only one that knows the truth, I think. Jonah or Adam? Jonah. You really think that? I mean, it's everyone's well, opinion. Jo- what do you mean? You Jonah. mean you, Jonah thinks you think you know what? Wait, say that again. Wait, I think you're getting confused. I think I'm getting confused. <laughs> We're all I'm, I'm saying Jonah, the dad yeah. of Max, is the only one that truly knows what, what happened to those two. Well, because boy. that note was directed right to him. And personally. for him to be so quiet too for all those years is kind of so something. I think he knows who did it. I mean, and I, and that's the only point of evidence that that just direct. And for some reason, and I don't know why, just it might just be just for me. But that note on that door almost excludes Adam from my thought process. Because hmm. if someone wanted to do it seriously and do it smart to hurt Jonah, they would know that he's a cut. His brother's a tugboat captain, hmm. and they didn't get the job done with Max, so they had to go back and finish it. Yeah, I mean, and she saved the little boy, and there was in the nine one the nine one one operators. The two when girls the, were there when he the, went. The over nine, there. I know, but listen, in, in that phone call, Zena or uh, Rebecca tells her little sister Zena, "Do not open that door before the paramedics got there." Why though? I we don't know. That's we don't know. There's no there. Nobody. Like knows. she was scared. She was screaming somebody... at her, "Don't open that door." Hmm. And the paramedics weren't there yet. She was still on the phone. But Zena was the one who said she told her not to open it. No, or? Rebecca told Zena, "Don't open that." I know, door. but who told? Who found out that? It's my just question. in the evidence. Okay. It's, it's just on the nine one one. I'm assuming Zena would have. Well, it's on the nine one one phone call, but nobody thought nobody thought anything of it. Oh yeah, that's right. No one even thought anything of it of why she would say, "Don't open that door." But yeah, I mean, I into my why. theory, I mean, in, with my theory of you know of it all, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she didn't want the neighborhood to see what was going on. I mean, this is a neighborhood that's nice and stuff that like that doesn't happen. So I just, I, I just, part of me doesn't. I mean, yeah, the Adam dude's a real weird dude, and the evidence really does stack up against him. But just that note on the door, man, it really, it really pushes me away from him I get just that. because of the way it's wrote. I feel like this was somebody like fuck you, Jonah. I win. I get that, but you have to think, man. I'm cutting this lady down with this kitchen knife. Hold on a second. I think the expert said it would take a pretty extensive amount of time to do that, and he wasn't on the phone with the operator. I mean, come on. For like yeah. four minutes? Well, I kind of With agree. the kitchen knife. I kind of agree with Cody in a, in a sense that I don't think that he actually cut her down. Right. It was done. I think already. she was laid out there. And who knows? He may have been scared as fuck planted. because he's like, "Oh fuck, they're gonna think I did this," you know? Because he's the only one there. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. mean, he could have just been fucking freaked the fuck out. I know if I just, you know, came into town and fuck all that shit was going on, and I really yeah. was kind of, you know, and I actually didn't do anything, I'd probably be a little fucking scared too. If I'm like, well, I'm the new yeah. guy that just popped into town and dude's fucking girlfriend's Especially dead, after and, I'm and I just got here last night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fuck. <laughs> you know. I mean, I'd probably be a little scared on the nine one one call too. Let so. us know what you guys think, though. Yes, I mean, I don't know. It's just that that note on the door, man. It just keeps ringing in the back of my head. Like, why would Adam say that to his own brother? I get that, but but I then just... again, he could have done it, you know, to like right. to, throw to, to throw him off, you know. But I don't know. That's just my theory. So, like, if anybody can find out if Jonah, you know, with some deep, deep research, or maybe knows something about it, or, or you know, whatever. I couldn't find much. 
um, about his I, and I and I don't know a lot on legal terms and legality things and what they really mean and stuff. But you know, if Jonah had any enemies, because two State Department officials came to Dina's house, which is Max's mother, and asked her if anyone would want to hurt Max. Oh, but why? Dun dun dun. But why? Hmm. All right. Interesting. Another very... thing before we move on. <clears throat> um, and I kind of wanted to throw all my stuff at the end, just because right. it's not as much as it the the um, stuff on Adam, but it kind of contradicts a little bit of his, his yeah, stuff. I, too. I will agree with the note on the door does not make sense at all. <coughs> you know, um, and like I said, even though the M, when I seen the M, I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Right. But you know, when you think of the context of what that meant. I would like, love, yeah. Who it is the you? Yeah. Yeah. Who is you? Can you save her? Yeah. Who is that you? Yeah. yeah. It's it's scary. And I think I think it's Jonah. I think I think it's it somebody getting. I think it was revenge on on something. And I don't think it has. In, 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 or, or I think Max may have been the first target. So maybe so. With mobs and mafia and shit, gangs. And so where was Rebecca? Especially when Max... if he's in Big Pharma, you have to think the type of stuff that he has access to. Where was Rebecca when I know kitchen. her sister was in the shower? She was in the kitchen on the first floor. Yeah, she was downstairs. <laughs> I know. And supposedly, I think that it was there. Any reports? I don't, I don't know if this was. Um, from because there's a lot of information on this different accounts but someone also said that they heard screaming when max fell but that could have been you know just holy shit oh right you yeah know. yeah are you okay so i don't think that had anything to do with it you know like like i'm sure like you know people you know just when all this was going on everybody was jumping to all kinds of you know stuff and there was a few theories out there about like a you know a contract killers or something you know that was one of the theories out there just because of what jonah was involved i feel that if it was a you know in my from (laughs) kind of the research (laughs) i've done in my don't look at my history just don't look at my computer history but some of the research that i've done if it was a hit they're not going to leave anybody in that house alive right you know what i'm saying yeah so that now, if it yeah. wasn't like a professional or something like that, it was just something to say, we got him. Yeah. We're coming after, so straighten your shit up. If there is something going yeah. on, straighten yeah. your shit up. We'll go after the next or the next, you know, only yeah. if it that is the, the case. Yeah, because right. I know, I know, like, the mafia and some of the, the cartels and stuff, they're real big about hanging people naked for everybody to yeah, see. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like so, humiliation almost. Um, but so I don't uh, know. I mean, I'm not trying to get that you've got crazy. I see? know, right? I mean, see, I mean, and there's a bunch of different ways that's, that that's this could have happened. These podcasts, yeah. Because well, at first, we wanted, honestly, we wanted, I thought Adam because I'm thinking, oh, okay, she she's beautiful. Yeah, he's kind of weird. Um, but <laughs> probably hey, a little jealous of his brother, right? Yeah, yeah. and then he might. He did talk about his attraction to her. He might have made some moves on her, and she probably maybe <laughs> said, "Hey, I'm no I'm cool," and he got pissed. I mean, that was my thought process. Right. But now thinking, because I would love to know what that note means. I know, man. It drives me nuts sometimes thinking about it. Yeah. And did we? We didn't find out. Was he married 
Adam? Was he married? No, he was a single. Single guy? Yeah, he was I a single I think it man. said he had a girlfriend because he said he called home to his girlfriend. One of the one of the accounts. Where was he? Where did he come from again? Where did he fly in from? You know what? I don't know. I want to say we'll, we'll Austin area, maybe or somewhere by the. Do you? Yeah, we'll I don't find, know. We'll find it at some point. Um, Mary, which was a uh, Mary was Rebecca's sister. Mary's a how loner. She was very close with Rebecca. They called and talked to each other on a regular basis and. When Max fell, they had a couple of conversations, obviously, with her distraught, her blaming herself, her saying that uh, Dina, which is Max's mother, was going to kill her, um, things along the lines of that. But she was also talking about things that she was planning on doing in the days to come. I mean, I just find that weird. That you know, and, and now both the, the Dina and Rebecca's families are are working together to find out what happened to both of them because they want it reopened. Because now Dina believes, you know, that Max's death wasn't an accident. He so, thinks it was all tied together. And 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 Jonah's out of the picture. You know, he's you don't. I I literally f- for almost three hours tried to research and find anything on that guy, and there is just nothing. I mean, there's yeah. a little bit. I went Why back and. Why wouldn't you want to be involved in reopening the death of your son and your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, and and he, yeah, and I, I found a few things about. Um, Unless you know something, you shouldn't. The only way I found anything about him, and it wasn't even his name, it was just I searched, you know, some lawsuits against some of the companies that he was um, an executive or owner of, and and I mean, he's his companies. Some of the companies he's been involved with have, have done some pretty shady shit to some people. Um, you know, so th- but there's no hardcore evidence that I found to completely jump on that theory. But right, and then Dina, it, it's definitely something to look into if anyone has some knowledge on you know more legal knowledge than I do. Because honestly, some of them legal terms are above me. But Dina and Mary ended up getting in cahoots together, and uh, Mary, like I said, was Rebecca's sister. Um, she filed with the family, like De- or. Uh, Rebecca's mother and father and other siblings. They filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Adam, which actually found him guilty by a jury, um, granting a $5 million payout. The $5 million payout, though, was not paid, um, as well as $167,000 that they were given through the courts was um, also not paid for financial support provided that she that Rebecca I'm sorry provided for her mother and her siblings while she was alive um, it wasn't actually granted because the Shacknai defense appealed the um, the hearing they appealed the what they granted anyways hold on one second I'm trying to find what I'm looking for due to procedural error and jury misconduct so they ended up settling actually right before they uh, went to final arguments because of that with uh, the insurance company that the Shack Nyes were through for $600,000. And that also re- uh, ended up being dismissed with prejudice. So they only got six hundred grand out of it. But he wasn't actually found guilty because it was dismissed. But I think that with prejudice means it can't be reopened. Or maybe it's uh, I don't, the I, opposite. It's yeah. one or the other. I know there's with prejudice and without prejudice, and one of them means that if there's new evidence that's brought to light, it can be reopened, and I'm pretty sure that's with prejudice. So if they found anything that 
could reopen it, they could. Another thing that just kind of ticked in my head that <laughs> this always happens, but uh, <laughs> they also said that when he gave when uh, Shaq Adam gave his deposition, he stated that um, he took an Ambien around eight o'clock and went to sleep. Now, I mean, I've never took Ambien, but I mean. It's a very, very powerful uh, sleep medication. Dude, you but can't. Did you, you can't take Benadryl. So I know. No, I know. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, did he have Ambien in his system? And if he did, how could he, you know, dude, that's how could he, how could he be on that? You if you know, how could he be on that and Up do all the that? Rope. And the thing I don't is, know. if you're prescribed something like that too, though, and if you're on it for a long time, you do build a tolerance and yep. it's easier to maintain. But that's the type of medication where if people take it and they don't go to sleep, you're going to fall over and bust your head on the counter if you're in the fucking kitchen making a sandwich. That's just how it goes. It is one of those medications. It will knock you out because it's for people who cannot sleep whatsoever. Mm. Whatsoever. Yeah, so, I don't know. It, and then if it was Adam, if it was Adam, I feel like, I feel like if it was him and the way that they're, 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 it's portrayed to have been him is, that would be impulsive. It would be an impulsive kill. Like, oh shit, you know, she's, she's dead. I gotta fucking well, figure I, something out. And the, you know, where I feel like this crime scene was almost way too clean. Yeah. Like yeah. it was planned prior yeah it it's uh like i said i mean i really thought it was adam i still kind of do but now you have me wanting to go look more into <laughs> the other gotcha that's why i waited till the end you did i was like holy crap that's why we're deranged nation we don't have all the answers we want you to do some research too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. let us know what you find if you do look into it um, yeah, yeah, hit we'll, the like, we'll definitely hit the touch subscribe. more on this one if you guys, you know, can find out some stuff. Leave absolutely. some comments. We'll discuss it with you the next episode. Yep. If not, we'll have another fucked up story for you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Deranged Nation. <laughs> You've been listening to the Deranged Nation oh, podcast. Join us every Wednesday night for a new episode as we bring you true crime, unsolved mysteries, and other deranged stories. This episode was sponsored by Braps MX and ATV Pro Shop. Visit them at BrapsMX.pro. Also, visit our host, TeresaGableman.com, New York Times best-selling paranormal romance author of the Protectors series, available on Amazon.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. 